podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Gags Tandon Show. No Nina once again. She'll be back for Norwich. Don't worry. The show brought to you in partnership with LibertyShield.com, the perfect VPN companion for all your football viewing, where you can get 25% off everything using the coupon code AIVPN. And one of my guests, Mr. Cam Branch, Mr. Alternative, I'm sure you're a Liberty Shield customer as well, Cam. I am. It's very good. Uh, very good service. And um, I thoroughly recommend it. There you go. There's my first guest, Cam, and he's a customer. How perfect is that? Liberty Shield offer low-cost VPN routers with fast worldwide shipping to connect any device to a VPN, including IPTV boxes such as Mag and whatever that is, again, plus Smart TV and Apple TV. Anyway, let's get on with the show. My other guest is Adi, Aditya Narayan. Adi, how are you doing? Very good, Gags. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you I bet me. you're feeling amazing after that. Of course I am. Superb. Uh, Cam, you're one yes. of uh, the oldies on AI, at least, um, older than me, at least. And uh, <laughs> you've seen some of the, the heyday teams, the glory day teams as well. Yeah. How is this feeling, mate, at the moment? Because this is something unreal. And before you go, I'll just say from James Pierce a tweet LFC have won 20 successive home league games, equaling the best run in the PL era set by Man City and one short of the club record set in 1972. LFC are undefeated in 42 league games. Only one team has gone on a longer run. That's Arsenal. And we are joined with Forrest on 42. That's some stats there, isn't it, for you? Mm. Um, how does this team compare to... Anything you've seen, man. Yeah, 88 team. That was 88, probably... but even late 70s as well, they were mad. Uh, the, the 77 team was uh, something special um, as well. And that's when I sort of really started watching football. Uh, that's when I became a Liverpool fan. Um, so, but I was only like eight, nine years old then, so I don't, we didn't really get to see any of the games. Because the only live games were was the FA Cup final and the European Cup final, uh, so we used to follow the scores on like World of Sport and Grandstand in there. And I bet Teletext was anything then either. No, no, it was all about Teletext was my era. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Watching the game with Teletext, how they going to score? They're going to score. Oh yes, it's a goal. <laughs> Uh, the best bit about Teletext was always the gossip thing. Uh, the yeah. gossip oh. page, you know, so you'd have all the That's news reports. Yeah, so <laughs> that was always uh, my favourite bit of Teletext in, in your era, Gags. But this team, um, it surpasses everything right now, but it, w- it will only surpass it providing we lift that trophy in May. Wow, come on. Because, man. no, you because meant- up until, because ultimately, right now, it's all about the league. and. Until we get our hands on that trophy, you can't compare. You can't say they're this. They can't let that. They need that trophy in their hands. That's the but icing on the cake. Surely, Cam, 22 points clear. That's never happened on the 1st of 2nd of whatever the first, <laughs> well, whatever the date is. I fucking it's 1st of Feb. Yeah, losing my mind. It's never yeah. happened on 1st of Feb. So, no. surely, we can all think a little bit further, you know, and not be so cautious. We can dream it. You know, I, I've been singing a song... Uh, at full time that the cop was singing you know it's a, it's a very simple song but I'm, not, I'm just not going to say it I just can't I, I've, been, yeah. I've been burnt too many times okay um, Adi are you going to say it? Uh, we're going to win the league you can't win <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're fucking sad man Cam <laughs> <laughs> no Cam 22 points uh, 1st of February uh, no we're not going to we're not going to let this slip 
no chance. <laughs> no chance. Well, with that, no chance. I'm sure here comes the man with the chance. It's Paji, Harinda Paji. How are you doing, Paj? Hi. I'm very How good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm very, very good. We got we got a bit of a desi pod going here. All of us, yeah, haven't we? It's like a proper, re- it's like a reunion. Well, we got Andy as well. Four desis, indeed. We managed proper to get desi. rid of one along the way. Yeah, wonderful. Um, so, Baj, what's your? I know you're just gonna, you know, wax lyrical about the boys, but what have you got? An overriding point or question, whatever. Um, overriding point wise, well. I've got 22 overriding points. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah? And yeah. I've not seen that. I'm old. I'm not as old as Cam, but I'm old. And I just keep on thinking back to all the times we ever won the league. There was never really a, a canter-canter. There was a, a procession at times in respect to how we played, but there was never winning it at a canter like this, like whereby we charged, we charged, and then we didn't have, we're not, we're not even charging anymore. I don't know what you call this. You can't call it charging. You can't call it marching. Stampede, so qu- It's not, no, you know what? That's my question. What do you call this journey to winning the league? What would you, if you had one word to describe it? Yeah? Yeah. One word, one really good adjective that will bring all of this together as to how we're doing this. Because I'm at a loss now. Okay. Le- these... Sorry, sorry, Budge. I was Le- just going to say, Le- Leicester away. Yeah. You all know how I was. Yeah, because course, that just felt like something amazing. United at home was, I think the home fans need, I think Anfield needed to see it too, what we saw at Leicester. It just happened to be the Manx. <laughs> and now the table don't lie. So, yeah. over to you guys. I actually think the, today's game was more tougher than than a lot of games at home this is the toughest home game we've had in a while yeah. and we came out four nil winners which is crazy Adi the question from Baji to you first what what one word can you use for this team relentless it's a good word they are relentless they don't stop um talk to me about the word and why go on why you said it yeah look I, I think we somehow over the last month there have been periods in games where we've not played really well. Uh, the first half today wasn't very good. Uh, we were a little bit sleeping, if I may say so. Uh, Allison had to make a couple of saves. Uh, Van Dyke had to make a couple of interventions. We weren't really clicking when we were going forward, although we did have a couple of chances. And then we came out in the second half like a house on fire. Uh, and I think the, the fact that we have 73 points in 25 games... Uh, Klopp always says that we can't be perfect in every game that we play. And we haven't been perfect in 25 games and we've won 24 of them and it's relentless. They really are relentless. So Cam, you can't use the word alternative, but what, what, what do you want to use? Can I word? use an alternative word to, to relentless? <laughs> yes. You can't use the word tight. <laughs> tight wouldn't be the word I was looking at. I'd, I'd say... Um, I think a couple of words determined being one tenacious um, persistent hmm. you know there's, there's, there's many words that could describe this Liverpool team but you can't just say it's one word because there's so much more than one word they've, 
they've got so much going right for them. You know, even today, you know, the first half, defensively, we were awful. Mm. We, 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 that's the poorest we've been defensively possibly this season. I can't think of a worse first half performance in the defensive sense. Uh, and I think that was probably due to the fact of the way uh, Southampton had set up. They put two players up top. It was um, solely down to their pressing. Kind it was. Of, I can it tell was, you right now. It was yeah. solely down. They were magnificent. In they the were. Field. They were. They they played really well. They've been playing well for a while. You know, it's not. I don't this think isn't anyone's ever pressed us like that at home. Like and, literally forcing errors to shots. And it just was think, us. just think, if they'd taken one of those half Game's chances different. that they had, yeah, that Ings chance where he hit it against Long, you know. Any other day, that's that's in the back of the net because Alisson was beating. It was going in the corner. Mm. I don't think Alisson was getting to it. And it's a different game then, but we can go back and we can go over the game and say, well, we should have had a penalty before that. You know, Bobby was fouled by Sean Long, uh, Shane Long, sorry. So, um, you know, it's all if but some maybes now. You know, bottom line is, uh, we're, like I say, we're more than one word. So at least um, someone got a name wrong in Nina's absence, and it was Cam. Fitting, very fitting. Um, Shamik in the group says, uh, unbearable. Someone says, balls out, using a hyphen. It's not one word, though, Dave. Cheating, cheating. Togetherness, another one. Irresistible from Jeremy. I'm going with unconquerable, because we literally are unconquerable. There is nothing else. It doesn't matter how bad it gets on that pitch, how tough the time is, we win they can't conquer us. They can't. We are unconquerable right now. And it goes with unbearable. But I like it. Unconquerable might be a t-shirt one day. Who knows? Especially if we go the season undefeated. Instead of in- in- Invincibles, Unconquerables. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, thank you, Paji. Anything you want to add? Yeah, we're unforgiving. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> unforgiving. This is an unforgiving march to the title. Because who have we saved? No one. Who have we let off the hook? One team. We let United off because we, you know what, without saying too bad, do you, have you really let United off the hook when Lallana bats one in? So, I, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, decisions went against us on that day. That's fine. Yeah. Unforgiving. And it's going to be very nice. I don't oh, know when gonna, we, I don't know when we're going to do it, which match it will be, but I'm certainly going to enjoy the process up until that match comes because I can't wait to be there. Wonderful, wonderful. Baji, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate the call and uh, stick around if you want to chat later. That's fine as well. Right then, next one. We're going to go to Mr. Pizza. Steve, how you doing, bud? Hey, Gags, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. You know what? These, you know, they kind of feel like we're going to win, but until it happens, it's kind of, you don't get that buzz on buzzing again. And it's really weird because I should expect it. But every win now feels like massive, even though it's we're so far ahead. It still feels massive. There's an importance. There's a, I suppose, a step, isn't it? Every single win is a step closer, and you're moving that step one by one, and the excitement's building. And oh, I need to breathe. I need to breathe because I'm going to get carried away, mate. I'm going to get carried anyway. Steve, what do you want to say and what do you want to talk about? Well, it's. Uh, I think. Um... Paji's just come up with a new uh, a new hoodie for uh, the AITs. Uh, unforgivables. We were unforgiving <laughs> then, because um, we the unforgivables. I mean, we we and I think you know if we're you know doing a thesaurus pod with the the, the different words, but I, I think we were sloppy in that first half. I mean, we gave a lot away 
you know, partly because, as you guys mentioned, you know, Saints' pressing was was very good. I think that's one of the best, you know, pressing displays I've actually seen at Anfield against us. I mean, you know, that, that I can remember. And I think I'm actually older than Cam, so um, I'm as old as the hills in that regard. But uh, and we were very clinical in the second half, so that was that was just amazing that we got. I mean, and at half time, you know, we were all talking about making changes. People wanted to see subs and we didn't make any substitutions and, you know, that, that really, you know, before impacting the game, we didn't need to make a sub. We, we were 2-0 up, you know, and now we were. And we came out 4-0 winners. So, um, but my, my, my point was that, and I wanted, I wanted you guys to, to, to talk about this, is how, how well Saints did vis-a-vis their pressing and uh, what... Um, because I think we've not seen that in a long time at, at Anfield uh, for anybody to, 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 to make us um, look sloppy because the, the boys did look sloppy. And, and uh, I wanted to get um, the panel's take on that in terms of how, how, the, mm. how, how Saints played in that first half. And, 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 and fair look, fair, you know, good luck to them because they actually, even when 3-0 down, and we've seen, it all, we've seen it a lot where teams come to Anfield and if they're two, three nil down, everyone just shuts up shop. You can see the players switch off. All they want to do is just go home and you know minimize it and keep it to two nil. Just like you know David Moyes and the West Ham boys. You know they just wanted to. They were pleased to get away with two nil, right? But Saints carried on playing. So I wanted to get a take on that. Absolutely, Cam. We already touched on it as well um, yeah. earlier, but you have to kind of respect the the whole way that club is run. I mean, sometimes they made some bad decisions, but they decided to keep the manager after the, and you know, any other club would have fucked him off after the 9-0. They kept him and they're bearing the fruit of that decision now. And it's nice to see actually, even though we've taken loads of players off him or whatever, but well, fair play to us actually, because we're doing brilliant about after it. So, uh, but, but yeah. Well, talk apart about, from Lallana, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to have a league title and a Champions League winning medal. So I think people will argue it, but yeah, loads of people will say, <laughs> You know, at the end of the day, he's going to go away and he'll be remembered forever. So what the fuck? You know, <laughs> probably one of the forgotten men in the Fair future. Point. But Fair yeah, point. but Cam, um, what do you what do you want to say about Saints overall? How they've done, what they've done, and also obviously today. Um, I think using the Brendanism, uh, the board showed great character in sticking with a uh, uh, Ralph. I'm not going to try and say his surname, so I'll, I'll muller it. Nelson um, Hutter, I think. Well, there you go. Um, after the 9-0 defeat to Leicester. And they got their just rewards when they went back to Leicester and beat them 2-1 at their place. And um, that was sweet for them. So, um, and they, they've been on a really, really good run recently. They were, you know, they were, they were deep in the relegation zone and they've come out of the relegation zone and, the, and they're showing that that by not panicking, they've made the right decision, and you've you've just got to give them full respect for that, absolute full respect. So, um, going on to today, um, that first half, like I said earlier, they, uh, as you, you're right, they, they pressed really well, and the chances they had actually came from some of our own sloppy passing and our own errors. Um, the one that uh, we touched on with Ings, that actually came from Bobby. Doing a passing the ball back blind almost from near the halfway line when he was right on the byline, and that could have led to a goal. And 
you know, but Bobby was under pressure. He had, he had a couple of players around him. He had nowhere to go. And it goes back to what you're saying. The pressing was really good. They, they came there. They, they had a plan. Um, they were looking to isolate two up, two up top when the fullbacks bombed on. They were then pressing in. They were using that space. And I think what we noticed today was a rusty Fabinho wasn't the player that we needed him to be today in that first half. Because he should be there. I thought he grew he, after, he the, after the after the first ten minutes. I felt he was he he missed he wasn't quite on it. Personally, I just felt he wasn't quite on it. Obviously, if we go back and watch the game, I may mm. I may see it differently. But from what I was when I was watching it, my first initial thought was Fab isn't no, quite on it. Ten minutes was so sloppy from Fab. I agree. Yeah. But I thought after that, he broke everything up that he could. And in the end, I'll go to Adi now. Um, I thought it was us making the mistakes under pressure. Rather than like position or defensive midfield, Ox got caught in his own half. Cam talked about the Bobby one. There was Ox who got caught, led to a shot. Gomez got caught in his own box as well, Adi. In our own box on wire pressing, right? And like those are three, just those are, those are three there that we've just come up with. And when I rewatch it, it'll probably be more. But I mean, I don't think any of those were, were fab ones, but... They, it was more us making stupid mistakes and getting pressed, which has not been seen at Anfield, I think, for ages. Uh, I don't know, but it could also be a function of the fact that we haven't been pressed like that. Southampton, I think they've been the best away team at Anfield this season. If probably Wolves, but but that first half they, they were they were superb, and uh, you you guys talked about Hassan Hurtle and. I think the big thing he changed after the 9-0 was that he went back to the system that he played when he was at Leipzig. Uh, he kept fiddling with three at the back, five at the back before the 9-0. And then he said, we're going to play 4-4-2. And when he was at Leipzig, there were a lot of... Uh, I know you guys would remember that there were a lot of shouts that Hassan Hotel is uh, mini Klopp. Uh, there were a lot of comparisons to Klopp uh, with the way his Leipzig side played. And it, it showed today why those comparisons were there. Uh, I've seen a lot of Southampton fans on Twitter talk about how uh, this is how they play uh, and how they have been playing in the last couple of months ever since they lost 9-0. Uh, and we, we always think that uh, Virgil, Gomez, when they play together, it's probably the most uh, press-resistant uh, centre-half pairing we have, the best on the ball. Uh, and uh, there, there were a couple of moments where even Allison was a little bit unsure uh, whether he had to come out. Uh, communication wasn't the best with, with Gomez. There was, I think, one in the second half. I think there was another one in the first half as well. Uh, so I think, yes, Southampton were, were superb. But if we played at a level where uh, we have been playing recently in that first half as well, I don't think we'd have had as much of a problem. So, yeah, completely agree with you, Gags, when, when you say that uh, a lot of the problems that we had in the first half were of our own making and not so much uh, Southampton being excellent, which they were, but uh, we should have been good enough to deal with uh, to deal with that and we weren't, but uh, uh, second half, uh, we, we, we switched it around and even though they still gave it a good go, uh, they barely had a sniff in the second half. I totally agree. Uh, I thought... All of our mess was from them just pressing. I don't think there was anything amazing football being played. I thought it was that they worked their asses off. And when they got there, 
their quality shun. So what they what I mean by their quality shun was they didn't create anything big. They made the bad decisions. Long was passing really poorly when they were two on one at times, stuff like that. So they pressed well, but their quality shone through once they got into those good positions, if that makes sense. If you look at their shot quality first off, I think most of their shots came last 15 minutes. They got to about 0.51, whereas we were already way over 1xG uh, by then. So... Uh, Steve, answering your question overall from the boys, very impressed by their pressing. But I think when they got into those positions, they 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 sh- you know they're a b- they're a bit lacking in in you know right. making those count, shall we say? And they were they were like ten shots, and they were all zero point six, zero point seven, zero point eight, zero point zero eight. Sorry, xg, which means not high quality, low quality chances, or blocked or wide from goal. So, yeah. You know, they even had one of the funniest corners ever where they co- took a corner and the guy at the front post, I think Dineppo, Dineppo, headed it. And he was like, <laughs> he was even further, he was like double the distance away from the 60-yard box. And he like tried to flick it on and headed it straight out. It was just, yeah, hilarious. Just summed up their finishing, I think. But um, anything else, Steve? No, I, I, I think that's great. Uh, thanks, Gags. And I just, actually, one, one, one other thing, one more point I want to make. I, I, I don't often disagree with, 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 uh, with Cam, but I, I did think that Fab was a lot better in this match. I did think he grew into it. I, I missed the first 10 minutes without a stream. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, so uh, that that, yeah. that might have been um, that might have been when camp. the yeah. period Cam was referring to. Um, but Fab, Fabs was you know we, we're getting Fab, he jumped Fabby into Longley. everything. Exactly. Yeah, he exactly. literally jumped into everything and destroyed everything. I thought, but the second watch will be the clear one, and we'll find out what's what when I watch it again um, later on tonight or tomorrow. But um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Thank you so much. Steve. Thanks, lads. All the best. Up the reds. My threats um, worked. People called in. Yeah, no one's getting banned from Discord today. Amphoodindings.com forward slash Discord. <laughs> so wonderful. Thank you, Steve. Right, last caller at the moment, unless anybody else does want to call in, is Chaz. Chaz, how you doing? Doing excellent, Gags. How you doing, man? Awesome, man. Nice to hear American accent. Yeah, love yeah. you guys. Glad to, glad to uh, switch it up here on the, on the call in. Represent, brother. Yes, yes. So I, I don't know if it's representative of the the season or not, but you know, I, I finally felt the need to to make a call in for my first time ever, and it just feels great to be able to to get that big sigh of relief and and watch and enjoy what we're doing, even though first half was pretty nervy or pretty ugly. Um, but my question goes to the first half, and it goes back a few games too. Um, mm. Do we think? Do we see? Are we seeing a deliberate? Um, plan or tactic from Klopp to to just conserve energy first half and try and hit teams in the second half. Uh, what, what do we think about that? Interesting, um, Adi. I'll come to you first this time. Is there a is there a tactic here from Klopp to try and keep them rested and keep them, you know, fit for the entire season? I don't know if you've been listening to UP, Adi. So this would be a good test. Uh, I haven't been listening. I've been busy with uh, work in university. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, honestly, in the last few games, I haven't felt that way. Uh, I, I, I didn't watch the United game because I, uh, I was out here watching a Belgian league game that day. Uh, but uh, I think Spurs, we, were, we, were, we went at it in the first half. Uh, Wolves, we were, we were pretty, I mean, we were pretty intense in the first half. West Ham, it was a, it was a weird game, so I'm not really much into that. But I, I, I don't think so. I think... Even today, I, I, I saw Hendo. Hendo was intense. Bobby was intense. Genie was intense in the first half. 
just just didn't work out with their quality uh, while they were on the ball. We just made stupid mistakes. So, uh, on my own, I don't think uh, uh, I haven't seen a tactic myself. But uh, as you said, I haven't been listening to under pressure. I could be absolutely wrong. So tell me if I'm wrong, Gex. I'm going to see if um, if Cam can answer first. Um, Cam, we'll go to you next. Do you think there's a tactic? Uh, do you think something's happening? Yeah, I do. I think we're playing within ourselves. Um, I don't think we're as intense as we have been. Certainly, if you watch the the Spurs game, the West Ham game, um, we were we were we're more controlled in the way we play. Um, the the high pressure game. I feel is is not what it was two three years ago. Um, the the team has evolved. Um, they they're becoming a more pure team in the way they play the game. And if from what I see is they don't just play one way. They they mix it up. Um, when they need to burst into a press, they can burst into a press. When they want to drop off, they can drop off. And the there's a there's a lot more to the game than just you know going all balls out and just trying to blow teams away because if you look at the results the way we've been playing all season this is I think this is our, what our, probably uh, is this the first time we scored four this season in a game no no we scored against uh, Leicester didn't we oh we scored four against Leicester as well sorry yeah mm. my bad um, I was just looking, I was looking at it this morning I was like why aren't we yeah. scoring more than two goals the last few games has been yeah. one two one two. That's it. Oh, right. stuff, and then we went and scored four. It's like, yes. I think we've had 10 games this season where we've won 2 1. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, and th- that tells you it's, it's control. Yeah. It's, um, you know, we're, we're playing a different way. Um, we're, we're not conceding chances. Today, aside, yes, there were half chances. Yes, the XG was 0.8. So it wasn't a, a massive XG for, for Southampton. But we're, we're definitely playing with a lot more control. A lot other, more control. Our XG was humongous. 3.77. Fucking yeah. hell, that's brilliant. Um, to answer... Okay, could, just re- one more thing, Gags. Um, I, I bet you this season, if we compare it with other seasons, our possession has gone up and the number of passes has gone up. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Gags, if I just uh, can add one thing. I know for a fact that Saiz told me that we... We're virtually not pressing at all once we're in the lead. So that's it. The... That's what I say. So it's game state driven. The pressing is game state d- driven. So that means how much we're sprinting, how much we're chasing teams is all driven by whether we're in the lead or whether we're behind. So the first half would probably be hot. But then again, we had a lot of the ball and Southampton didn't have much really at all. If you look at the stats in the end today, but whenever they did, they were just breaking right in the, they, they were winning it high up the pitch. So their position wins. That's why they're quite, if you look at Optus stats, which are, to be honest, those are a bit dodgy. Um, they're, they're a bit, they're, they're, it's all Southampton players up at the top of the pitch winning the ball back. So for us though, as soon as we take the lead, we drop off. We're like, yeah, come on. And then you saw second half. What happened today? How many times were we going to go through? How many times have they had to foul a player in the second half to stop them from, you know, uh, taking on the, a counter attack? It's all because we're like, yeah, come on then, bring it on. And then we've just got the tools, like Cam said, we can do anything. So if we want to play uh, a fast, um, attacking, dynamic way with back heels and flicks and tricks, we can do it. We can go outside their box and we can rip teams apart if we want to. If we want to sit back and we want to hit them on the break, we can do that. You, and we can, if we want to be a possession team, we can do that. We have literally gone to a, 
a team that can do anything it wants. And then you can bring on people like Nabi Keita and Minamino and they have big chances and they, and Nabi creates big chances. It's like, what? Like when these guys are fit and they're really, you know, in the, in the squad properly and fit, like Minamino will be brilliant. I've got no doubt, but Nabi came on today and was making big chances. And it's like, and his, his, his confidence is through the roof, but that's because the club's doing so good. And it's nice to have a squad that will be able to help you play in a different way. So the other person, obviously, is Ox. We have to be happy for him. Started two games in a week, two goals as well, consecutive matches. Magnificent for Ox. And, you know, that's that's going to do him a world of good confidence-wise. We don't know what goes on in someone's head when they've been injured so badly like that. And to do that today, uh, fair play to him. But Chaz, did that answer the question or...? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I have the same feelings. It's but it's just cool to see over the over the years the evolution of Klopp's playing style and his team. And you know, we started out the heavy metal, and I feel like now we're like a classic rock, or we're we're smooth now. We're, we're like Carlos Santana, and it's just you just love to listen to it and you love to watch it. It's not as erratic, but it's just it's there, man. And and my word for the team would be calm. I mean, maybe they don't play calm all the time. I was pretty frustrated first half with or some of their play looked frustrated, but. Inside, I felt calm the whole time, knowing that like we're not going to lose this game, we're going to win. I mean, it's just we don't. It's it's what what they've put into the fans and the team. It's it's amazing how how calm and settled and how confident you are that that the result is going to go your way. I love that yep. plug for um, our t-shirt. Calm as you like, Virgil you van go. Dijk. Go on aits.co.uk. I'm loving the plugs, and if we talked about under pressure a lot. Anfordinlids.com forward slash join please four ninety nine one thirty nine ninety nine a year. Wow. This is just rolling off the tongue today. Superb. Thank you, Chaz. That is it for the callers. Appreciate your time. Let's go through some of those goals then, guys, because we've we've discussed that first half and how tight it was. And you know, actually there were some big chances in the first half as well, Cam. That van that ball from Mo to Van Dyke. And he almost recreates Mane's goal from last season. Almost. Yeah. Um, in hindsight now he should have just blasted it with his left shinny I mean he's got a good left foot on him um, it, was, it was cheeky wasn't it and it's 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 a level of confidence you don't and um, against Southampton it would have been so bad oh it would have been poetic yeah another word for you um, it would have been poetic if he'd put that in in that in that manner um, you know the keeper made a good double save in the end there didn't he so um but then, but then, should have been a penalty. I mean, I thought the ref was poor today. There should have been two penalties. Saints should have had a penalty as well um, in the second half. Um, but VAR, for some bizarre reason, might overturn the referee's decision, will it? Um, yeah, Virgil, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. Phenomenal. 75 million worth, worth every penny, isn't it? Absolutely. Um Adi, I think there was one for Bobby in there as well, a chance that he was given as a big chance, um, as well as VVDs. I need to go back and watch them, though. But no, um, the Bobby one was the rebound after yes. Virgil saved it. Yeah. So, I mean, those combined still beat all of um, Southampton's XG in that first half, even though they had 13 shots or something. <laughs> I think one of them was, I think, what was Virgil's? I'm sure I've got it here. One second, I'm going to check. Sorry, great radio. I'm going to go check fucking back. <laughs> but I'm sure Virgil's was like almost combined the whole of Southampton's. It was that much of a piss take. 
Yes, so, no, 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 Firmino, damn. Virgil's was 47, damn, it was close, 51%. Virgil's was 47, so it shows how close it was. That one chance from us was the combined 13 shots or whatever it was in that first half, Andy, of Southampton. So it just proves the point. They, they got into positions, but they couldn't make those chances, could they? Yeah, and for Southampton, I think they got into really good positions and then when they could, when they had to pass, they, they took shots. When they had to shoot, they... they try to play passes. I thought Ings was, Ings was really good with his press, but he didn't make very good decisions in the final third, thankfully for us. No. Uh, but that, that Virgil chance, I think, I think he, could have, he could have just side-footed it normally with his right foot after he'd take that touch. I, had, I, I, I was a bit pissed that he, he tried to flick that instead of just side-footing it in. I think if he side-foots that, uh, the corner was there for him to go for. Uh, but what a pass from Mo. It was like that pass against... Was it Wolves last season when Virgil scored more dinking it over? Yeah. I think it was at Molyneux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm very similar to that. And uh, Klopp always talks about uh, second phase after set pieces, doesn't he? And that was that was a perfect example. Six big chances in this game. There should have been another one. Cam, I think it was a penalty, was Bobby? Oh, it, uh, Shane Long made no attempt to play the ball. He had his hands on... Uh... Bobby's back, regardless of whether Bobby goes down theatrically or not. Um, the players made no attempt to... He's not even looking at the ball. He's, um, Shane Wong was just intent on um, making sure that Bobby could not get to the ball. So that, that, that's a penalty, you know. I, I, I don't understand yeah. this stupid rule about... Um, it, it wasn't... It was, clear, it was a clear and obvious mistake from the referee. So I, I can't believe how VAR didn't overturn it. I was watching it going, what? Yeah. yeah. How is that possible? I just, it, it, was, it, it doesn't make any thing, sense. The only thing I can think of is that Bobby wasn't going to get to the ball anyway. So did that but do they, have they ever taken that into account before? A foul, a foul is a foul regardless of whether you're getting the ball or not. Yeah, exactly. exactly but uh, that, that's the only thing that could have saved the referee's decision there. Otherwise, it was a penalty for sure. I mean, it's it's all it's also the, the the rule about corners where, you know, they brought a rule in a few years ago that if you manhandle the player in the penalty box, it's a penalty whether he's getting the ball or not. It's the same thing. The the player's been manhandled in the box. Yeah, but the, nobody gives penalties for that anymore. Anyway. I know it's bizarre, but the rule is the rule hasn't changed. So um, it, it's just poor officiating. I thought so as well. It pissed me right off that um, that we didn't get that one. Whilst we're talking penalties, what did you think about the um, the Ings one later in the in the half cam? So uh, it was half. actually beginning beginning the second half. It was a penalty. Yeah. Uh, that was a penalty uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, if you if you watch it, um, Fab actually has two nibbles at the ball. Yeah, and, and the, the second one is when he catches the him. second one. He yeah. catches him on the on the on the back of the foot or, yeah, or we the side lucky. of his uh, on the heel. So we were lucky, and it was from yeah. that actual play. We went on and got our first goal. <laughs> so, you, you, as a Saints fan, you'd be completely annoyed and aggrieved, you know, and, and rightly so. The, 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 the officiating today, I thought Kevin Friend made some really awful decisions today. I mean, there was one, again, uh, Mo clearly handballs it, has a shot, gets deflected, goes wide, and um, we get a corner from it. Yeah, they can't. They can't go too far for that. No, no, they can't go too far. But and he was behind the line. I think he was behind the play. So how does he see it from there? Do you get what I mean? It's, again, but it's what's the linesman doing? Because the linesman could see because it was Mo was running across the goal when he handballs it. 
So, it, like I say, the officiating today really wound me up. You know, and I say it as I want to see good officiating. I don't, I don't want to see, you know, just in, in favour of one team all the time. You know, that's not how it should be. It should, you know, we're a good enough team not to need officiating on our side. All these years we've had officiating go against us, go against us, go against us, and it's cost us. This year we, we've got all the tools, got the right tools. You just want to see it done properly, and they still can't get it right. It's just, for me, it's very frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, <clears throat> let's move on. There was, also, the... uh, there was also right at the beginning a back pass, which Alison caught, which I thought was a back pass for sure. Yeah, Robertson. Yeah. 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 Right in front of the cop. Uh, at the end of the first half. He, uh, Andy Robertson had the ball, and he, he poked it through the legs of one of the players. I think he, what Robertson was trying to do was uh, kick the ball onto the uh, Southampton player so it would have gone out for a goal kick and it went through his legs and Alison had to pick it up. She was right on the goal line. But again, it, it just shows like you know what, what I just said. The officiating was terrible today. Absolutely, mate. And I think when you go from that penalty, you just mentioned it, Adi, it led to the first goal for us. Um, was uh, was 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 a lovely finish from uh, Ox, but talk to me about the build-up of that because they did so well, the boys. Yeah, I, and it was like a couple of flicks weren't there. There was there was Robbo flicking it to Bobby, Bobby flicking it to Ox, and I thought he was going to hit it uh, once he took that first touch, but it was a really good touch to get a little bit little bit more central and then and then bang. And it was I think it was what Ox deserved because it was a lot better from him than he's been recently and. Overall, when he's played wide, he's not had as much of an impact as when he's played in central midfield. Uh, but he's been really, really good uh, in the last couple of games. I thought he was he was pretty good at West Ham. Again, a, a good performance today as well. And uh, I know that uh, you've been tracking his minutes and how they've been uh, managed. Uh, so it's it's really nice that you know he's playing he's playing a lot of games in a row. He's playing midweek, two, three games in a row, and. Uh, Klopp is now confident enough to use him in that role. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know uh, he, he can go on from here because uh, he had that period in the, in October, November when he was scoring in the Champions League. Uh, he scored in the Carabao Cup as well, and then sort of sort of cooled down. Didn't really do very well over December, but I, I hope that now he can he can go on even more consistent uh, because we'll need him. Uh, we'll need him when when the run-in comes in because Champions League football, uh, we want to win number seven. Uh, we've already won number 19, so the focus has to shift to number seven as well. Absolutely. And uh, Cam, what was, the, what, was, what was the first goal like for you? Did you? I mean, I was just really chuffed for Ox, to be honest. But, but the, the way they kept it in, they just love these flicks and tricks, don't they, these lot? Yeah, I mean, I thought Bobby was brilliant in, in, the, in the first goal. Um, the the timing was wrong. From it was actually from a uh, the hockey assist was from Trent, wasn't it? The ball went from one side of the pitch to the other side. Bobby had dropped wide left, and uh, no, I'm thinking of the Hendo goal there. Sorry, um, alternative man. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. No, I was just, I, because I, I I just remember the uh, I, I don't know why uh, I just because it both came from the same side of the pitch, didn't they? Um, but um, 
No, the Ox finish was really, really good because and I, I thought the keeper's positioning was really strange. It was more to the far side and he left that side of the goal completely open and, and for Ox to see that uh, with two players in his way as well um, showed, showed great vision from him and it was a lovely finish from him um, and it was a, a well-deserved goal. He'd, he'd had a reasonably good game. He wasn't uh, sparkling or anything like that but he, he'd, been playing, he'd been playing well last couple of games. You know, and, uh, Like Addy said, uh, for him to play two games in a week Shows um, that the team, the the management team, have faith in him now, going forwards, that he mm. can manage those minutes, and that can only uh, bode well for us going forward. It's massive, right? Yeah. We have another. If corner. I can add something, uh, I think the keeper's positioning, like Cam talked about, he was going, he was positioned for Ox to curl it Coutinho style, but Ox never really does that. He just bangs it, and which is why I thought it was very weird that he was. The keeper was sh- setting himself up for Ox to curl it. He never really does that. But it was accurate and it was low. Yep. And the yep. keeper wasn't getting there anyway, no matter what, I don't think. So um, let's go to our final caller. I don't know if it'll work. Let's see. Pip, are you there? Um, can you hear me? Yeah, man. How you doing, dude? Long time? Uh, it's been a while. You know, the last time I, I called in, I think we lost. Um, we, we lost. I, I think we lost. 2-0, okay. I think. That was a long time ago, man. <laughs> Who was that to? <laughs> I think it was in... Uh... 1836? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was it was in the Champions League away. Oh, okay. It was... It was um, Napoli. Red Star. Red Star, Belgrade. No, Red Star. Red Star. Oh, right. Okay. We lost to Napoli 2-0 away mentioned. this season. Yeah, yeah, no. He hasn't called in for a while. All right. Oh, years. But, um, Jesus, Pip, so you were like, you went in, back in the day, you used to be all positive and come out with these amazing rants. What are you going to rant about now, bro? Listen, listen, the question is, are, are, are we unbearable enough? That's the question, isn't it? To, 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 that's, are we unbearable enough? I, 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 just, I just don't understand what's going on. I, I just don't. I, it's, I don't think we'll see this ever again. That's no. it. The thing about it is, I don't think people understand what is what is happening now. We're living in a time where we'll never ever see this type. This we're never going to see it again. It will never happen again. And I don't think we're unbearable enough. No, hundred points out of hundred and two. But it's I just, think when, when the when the mathematically it's done, I think there won't be anyone more unbearable, Pip. I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like literally, what what we're doing, what Klopp is doing. It's, it's uh, I can't even put into words. And, I've just said 100 points out of 100 and last two available. It's unbelievable. It's never been done. It's historic, unprecedented, unconquerable. It's just, and, 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 and the worst thing about it is that when Kate had come on, I saw Russ move up, a, move up a ladder. That's the worst thing about this team. That's the most brutal thing about this Liverpool team. When Kate had come on, when he started shining, that team went up a little it just went up a little notch. And that's what's, that's what's the problem that the Premier League is going to have. When Kenta, yeah. if, 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 if we bring in another midfield, that's gonna, this, this is going to send people over the edge. Have it, please. Because, have it, please. Because this team, the, the thing about we've got, I've, I've seen so many improvements that we can make on this team. So many. So many. I, in, I think in, 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 the, in the first half, I don't think we were compact enough. I, um, Ian's kept them dropping in the hole between the, the defence and the midfield he kept them picking it up I don't think um, Fabinho was really up to scratch really because I don't think he had a great game um, in, in the first half 
So in terms of when Fabinho does come up to scratch, when we do get Tater fire and fire fire in all, all cylinders, and um, it's, and even Henderson, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like when I when I first when I last called in, Henderson was was on my list, and I, I didn't really like in terms of what what he was doing on the pitch. But I'm not gonna lie to you, Henderson. Oh my goodness, he he's he's really stepped up, and the fact is that in terms of he's he's taken this captaincy, and he's turned it on his head. There used to be a burden, but now it's something that he wears and he's proud of, and he actually finally believes he belongs. Because you know, and, and you and you know what it is. It, it, it's 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 in the champ in the Champions League final. There's a clip where um, I think Henderson was 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 facing the crowd at the end, and I think Van Dyke went over to him and pointed at. Um, Henderson and said, point that Henderson and looked at the crowd and said, that's your captain. That's your captain. And I, and I think after that moment, yeah. he just realised that, you know what, I'm the captain of Liverpool Football Club. I'm not here because Brendan Rodgers put me here. I'm not here because in terms of I'm the only Englishman that is capable of carrying this um, and, and this captain. Like that. I'm here because I'm Jordan Henderson. I'm deserved to have it. And 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 what he's doing is absolutely brilliant. And his mental attitude towards this 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 Premiership is just it's just brilliant. And I'm I'm just I'm just delighted with everything, man. Like literally in terms of it, it's such a change for for when I last called. It was it was terrible, but now I'm happy. You know what, people? I think that's a really good point to go and discuss with the panel, Henderson, because his goal was second. This is perfect timing, man, Pip. So his goal was second, and Cam. Um, he gets into the gets into the box. It's a hendo that we probably haven't seen, you know, like the last three months since Fab got injured early December. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an absolute turnaround in form. Uh, I think it's uh, stats bomb. They've done a comparison of hendo before and after Fab injury or something, and like you know those radars. It's like mm-hmm. someone just spilt milk everywhere. Like the uh, it just overlaps the other radar. You know, or maybe even someone jizzed over it, but something's <laughs> happened where it's just fucking gone crazy. But yeah, it's it's honestly, it, it's a massive turnaround and we cannot complain about it. It's what we wanted. We wanted him to turn it around. We wanted him to produce and to, to, to contribute. He's fucking doing it. What it is with Hendo for me is um, he, he was initially playing a position he was completely unaccustomed to. And he was doing a job for the sake of the team and he was sacrificing himself um, for the sake, sake of the team. And he was doing it to the best of his ability. And at that time, he, he wasn't great. He was okay. Fabinho came in and eventually took over that, that role as the number six and uh, Hendo then went back to the number eight and he looked so much more comfortable. He looked so much more better for it. But whilst he was doing that, he's obviously been watching Fabinho as well, and he's been learning off Fabinho as well. They've been training together, and they're talking to each other, and he's he's picking up hints and tips about positioning and what he should be doing. So when he did have to go back in and play the number six, he was better for it, and he looked a lot better for it. And the team didn't miss Fabinho while he was away. I mean, I remember all the furore about, oh my God, how are we going to cope without Fabinho? He's, he's the best DM in, in the world. How are we going to cope without him? Well, we coped. We coped because we've got a, we've got a guy there who's, who is 
deservedly the captain of Liverpool Football Club. As as um, Pitt pointed out, VVD. I remember what, I remember where he, when he did that, when he pointed. This is our captain. This is the man. You know, the, the successive managers have kept him captain. Three managers. They can't all be wrong. You know, if you're going to argue with the king, you're going to argue with Klopp and say they're wrong, then I'm sorry, you, you shouldn't be watching football. I don't think the I don't think the argument was ever that he was the wrong captain. I think it yeah. was that he was in the team uh, off the pitch. There is no doubt. There's he's yeah. a and he's an there's unbelievable more, human being. That's it. There's and, more to being a captain on the pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's rather than on the pitch. It was off it. Off it. He's. Yeah. Klopp has gone into the the into depth at Milner and Henderson's importance to the squad behind yeah. the scenes, you know. So at the end of the day, there was never any doubt from me. I argued, you know, for Henderson back in the day when it was a choice of Henderson and Sacco, and I argued Henderson should be captain. I think it was a face-off pod back in the right. day. So I saw it from from the start. It was his performances on the pitch were awful, though. There yeah, is no were. doubt about it. So, yeah. and that's what Pip's saying back in the day when he was looking back at that Red Star right. game. It was it was poor, but he's he's changed it and turned it around now. And is and that is all you can ask for somebody to do. And whether it was the confidence of winning the title, the the league, uh, so the Champions League, or whatever it is, something clicked. And now it's he's a combination. Scoring. Yeah, and now he's scoring, assisting, and he's got a great team around him. Adi, I mean, it's it's a fairy tale turnaround from being almost booted out of the club by Rogers to. He's going to be the first captain to lift the title, you know, the, a league trophy for us since, you know, Hansen it was, I think. <laughs> the first Liverpool captain in my lifetime. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, but I think, like everyone has said so far, I think that night in Madrid has really, really changed him. Uh, I think after that, he. I think it's more mental that he feels like he is a Liverpool captain now. He doesn't have to be... Uh, Steven Gerrard, uh, which was what the comparison always was. It was unfair on him. Uh, it would have been unfair on anyone who was Gerrard's successor, but he was he was the one that it fell on. But I think over the last couple of months, what has improved for me is his conviction when he's passing or when he's moving forward. Uh, he's, he's hitting first-time balls. Uh, I, I don't know where I saw this, but someone said a, a couple of weeks ago that it feels like he's only just realized that when he's under pressure in midfield, he can just uh, hit the ball long in most direction and Mo will be running in behind. Uh, I, I don't recollect who said this, but someone did. Uh, and we, we talked about after the Wolves game that uh, his first time passing used to be so good in 2013-14, even the season after that to an extent. And that has improved again. He, he's brought that back. He, it's just no hesitation. Uh, the, the goal today, uh, we've seen Hendo in, in such positions. Uh, he'd generally be hesitant. He'd be fidgety, not really hit it well, sky it. But look, he was in the box. Whether he was would have been there if he wasn't pressing, pressing the goalkeeper before that, I don't know. But uh, he was pressing the goalkeeper and he was in the box. Uh, and got it, got the ball, one touch, bang. Uh, it's it's that conviction that I really see as the turnaround. Uh, he's he's a lot more sure in what he's doing is what I feel, rather than being a little bit fidgety and uh, panicky about the way he plays. 
agreed. Can it's I just add, yeah, add something? Um, our creativity, there's a, there was a lot of uh, thing about when Henderson was playing the six, all he ever did was pass sideways, pass sideways. You know, he wouldn't do that forward pass, that killer pass. Where's our creativity in this team? Our biggest creativity is on the, is on the side. It's to his left and it's to his right. It's Robbo and Trent. Mm. Why wouldn't you give the ball more that way? No, it wasn't at the time, though. They weren't there then, back in the day. That was before they started coming in. And they really, Robbo and Trent, if you look at it, their assists, when they boomed, end of last season, that last period of the season, Trent had something like 10 in the last flipping or 12 in the last five, six, seven games. He just went nuts. So something clicked with the the the, 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 the two fullbacks last season where it just went mad. Right, you know, right towards January onwards, it just went nuts. So those arguments were there a lot longer ago than you know, were much longer than that, weren't they? Camp, you know, well, maybe just... maybe he was trying to encourage them. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about fucking finding a reason, Jesus Christ! You know, you he, he 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 saw something in those players that they didn't see. Oh, shut up now! That's like now I'm just it's enough. Right, <laughs> shut up now. Right, when okay. was getting that criticism, our left back was Alberto Moreira. Yes, that's probably why he's getting it. He's giving it to him. <laughs> Sorry, guy, you're not listening, so it's all fine. Anyway, um, Pip, I'll come back to you, mate. Was that okay? Everybody answer those on Henderson. Anything you want to add? Um, what it is is that whether anyone, me and you, like it or not, whether the Henderson haters like it or not, see that image of Klopp hugging, hugging Henderson? That'll be in front of the cop in the next 50 years, 100%. I guarantee it. Yeah, that, no that image, That image of Klopp hugging Henderson, whether we like it or not, we'll be in front of the cop or we'll be brown down to somewhere in the next 70 years. That'll be the, the, the image. The next and, um, that's, 70 years, mate. Bloody hell. And, that, and that's, and that, and that's going to... Like the Bob Paisley one that's just gone up. Beautiful image. But... But that is um that that is an image that is that that is a statue that is that is going to go up and 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 I'll be so happy with that with that statue because that embodies what what Liverpool is at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Is a is a team full of emotion, full of drive, full of um verve, full of anger, and um and 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 the fact is is that in terms of when when we win when we win this league it's it, it's going to let out so many emotions, and I do think that 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 statue and that that image. Of, of Klopp hugging Henderson and just crying with his hat nearly falling off. That just embodies what what we are at the moment because it's such a shame. It would, be, it would have been such a shame if Klopp didn't get this, this opportunity to have this kind of team, to win the things he's going to win. Because we've all known, before even our, our, our Champions League win, we've loved Klopp in the beginning. We've never mm. doubted him. Others around have doubted him. You see it on Twitter. Clown. Mate, there was there was doubters, you know. I had doubters, right, last season at the start, coming up to me in my WhatsApp and saying, yo, you believed in this guy. Look at him. We can't even beat this. And I was like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I just said, just fuck it. Just go fuck yourself. If you can't see the progression in the last three years, and then we went on to win the Champions League as well. And um, he's never, ever texted me again, to be honest, that guy. I wonder that why he took his good. negativity away. Mm. The only problems we've had is in the players. The only problem we've had with, with, with this team was in certain players that were in certain positions that couldn't do what Klopp wanted them to do. And we saw it. So we were angry about that. But we never, ever doubted Klopp. Never, ever doubted Klopp. 
And the, when I knew about it is when I went Villarreal, when we lost 1-0, when we lost 1-0 in the Europa League, I, I was at that stadium and we were walking out. And if anyone was there that is listening, knew when we walked out, we sang his name and we said, baby, don't worry about a thing and everything's going to be all right. And even in defeat, we knew in the last minute, we were walking out of that stadium in Spain, we knew. And we just, we just, we just, we, we just knew, we've always had it in us that, you know what, Klopp's the man. And I'm so happy that the world can see this team. And this team will be remembered for 200 years, 300 years, for a long time. Long after we've gone, they'll be singing about Klopp and they'll be talking about Klopp. And I'm so happy about that, that we're living in this period. Yeah, we're witnessing history. People always say you talk about history, we're literally witnessing history. Thank you very much, Pip, appreciate Thank that. You. That's so welcome to Discord as well. Finally, you got in here. Now you can you can stick around and uh, and contribute a little bit, mate. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> right then, excellent. One last caller because he's asking, and we have to get him on. It's Dell. Come on, then, mate. Yeah, hey there, gags. How you doing, mate? Mate, it's never been any better. Never been any better. Twenty-two fucking points clear, the top of the Premier League. It, it's never happened before, mate. In Feb. Yeah, well, I see. I see you're drinking from the same Kool Aid as me now. <laughs> um. Well, what Kool Aid were you drinking from, mate? I don't think I ever want to share your cup, mate. Well, well, well. <laughs> unless unless you don't want to win the trouble, then uh, then I'm not sure which cup you want to drink from then. Well, to be honest, mate, I'm taking it one trophy at a time. Take the league. Then we'll see what happens. But if this one, which it will, I think now will happen, I don't think there'll be a happier man than me. And you know, that's that's my thirty years of of pain gone. And um, you know, I, every everything else after that is a nice bonus. People are like, we should do it with invincibles. We should do it with X. We should do it. Well, I know. Just win the damn league. Why are we adding so much more pressure? Just win the damn fucking thing because it's been hung over our heads for so fucking long. Just win it. I don't care how. They'd, the fact is they're doing it unbelievably well, but just win it. And after that, if they've got enough in the tank, go for everything else as well. If the kids can do them a favour and knock out Shrewsbury as well, great. We'll take on the later rounds once we're fit and we're ready to slow down in the league. But for now, the only thing I give a shit about is what we achieved today. 22 points ahead, this league title. Trebles and all that chat can happen later. Honestly, honestly, Dale. It can happen later. Get me the league, and I don't think there'll be a more satisfied human being in the world. That as in, as in, uh, um, I wrote like a little comment on the Discord. At, uh, I'm not sure if it's been read out, but if we beat Norwich, I believe that's our next game. Yeah, uh, we will equal our lo- um, our previous winning streak of 17 games. Uh, no, so if we beat West Ham, yeah, we'll then equal Man City's 18 league wins, yeah, so consecutively. And to do that in the same bloody season is outstanding. Are you just quoting yourself? Yeah. I want to be <laughs> <laughs> you know what there's, there's a question for the panel in there somewhere yeah so yeah. what's the question for the panel bud come on so the question to the panel is this do you think we could actually hit 112 points this season <sighs> fuck it now what a question Jesus Christ <laughs> God, Cam, you're laughing your head up you go first No, you're going to come up with 114 aren't you you're going to get two points yeah. I don't I don't think we'll, we we 
we then it's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I don't think we will. Um, Oof. It, it's too, it, it's too much of an ask. It's too much of a pressure. You know what? Us drawing against United did us a favour now, if you think about it. It oh, took a lot of pressure been, off. Imagine if it was just 25 out of 25. The pressure yeah. would have been... Every game the pressure would have like, been... Can't immense. lose, can't lose, can't yeah. lose, yeah. Exactly. Well, no. <sighs> Can't draw, can't yeah, draw. Can't draw. Yeah, can't draw. <laughs> yeah, how mad is that? You know, um, if we drew today, it would have been, it would have been, um, everybody would have broken down. Of course it would have been. Would. Yeah, yeah, they would, and because we we're at a stage where we think we're going to win every game. That's the Dell's question is pertinent. It, it's a good question in that respect, but you can't. It's just too much, and it, there's too much to expect to try and win every single game to the end of the season. Once we get to a position in the league, league sewn up, with hopefully uh, by the end of March, our, our priority and focus will change then. Yeah, I agree. And I think Steve W's put it the right thing in. City are the big barrier. That is where we win it. And that's where we match Arsenal's unbeaten record. Yeah. So that's where he's put pressure. He forgot the hashtag, but pre- that's pressure, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, Hopefully one of those games gets pushed out or, or, or rearranged because of cup games or whatever. It would be hilarious <laughs> if it did because then it moves out a bit further. <laughs> it would be good. But you know what, though? It would be a nice challenge because a draw at a, a City is not bad to, to go and, you know, to get the 50 record. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it, as I long think... as we're unbeaten. As long as we don't lose it. No. It, I, you know what? As long as we win the league, I don't care. I really don't. Oh, gags. Cams. Yeah. What what would be perfect is we go to the Man City game and we draw the picture of the league title yeah, it's all on our backs. How about that? <laughs> it would be hilarious, but okay, we could we could set it up on AITs, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was just ooing because Torore just flashed one wide. Oh, okay, no problem. Yeah. Um let's go to Adi. Adi, it's been a while since we talked to you actually. What do you think? 110, 112 points, whatever it was. Can they do it? Uh, I'll have my say in a second. No, I don't think they will do it. Uh, but I'm with you guys. I, I really don't care if they do it. Uh, just win the league. Uh, how, why, where, when, I really don't care. Uh, I mean, I, I, there's been a lot spoken recently. Do you want to win the league at Goodison? Do you want to win it at Etihad? Do you want to win it at Anfield? I just want to win the league. Yeah, I don't care. It, 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 you know, people had dreams of winning it last minute goal like the Aguero. Like, fuck that. Just win it easy, man. This is the best way to win it with no pressure. And also, yeah. let me answer the question. Because we're going to win it early. We are. We're going to win it early. I think the Premier League then becomes the least important trophy. Then the first team and the rotation will be in, in um, the, ro- the first team will play Champions League. And if there's an FA Cup game, if the kids beat Shrewsbury then the the first team will play those. But then the Premier League will be rotation and the Champions League will be first team as well. And I think there, you, then you can drop points and you will drop points. Maybe not lose, but you'll draw a few. So things like Cam said, the, the whole focus of the season will be turned on its head after we win it. And the earlier we win it, the better. Do you get what I mean? So from, I'm going to ask you, Del, what's more important to you, winning trophies or records like Invincibles and stuff? So... From my point of view, oh, hundred record point total, invincible. If you lost a game now in this season and you didn't hit hundred points, but you won the league, the FA Cup, and the Champions League, what would you rather do? 
Uh, I'd rather wear the AIT's unbearable hoodie. <laughs> no, um, seriously, <laughs> trophies are trophies. AIT's that kind of okay. Sorry, what? Trophies are trophies at the end of the day. Yeah, it's all... yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's gonna, there's gonna be a flop, right? Like Cam said, the focus will change, priorities change, and then you can drop points and you won't maybe reach those records you want. But wouldn't you rather win the silverware? I would. I would rather see, you know, after the league's done, then we can refocus and I can say, right, what's next? What's on the table? And if we're still in two more trophies, I'll be like, right, want to win them both now? But okay. until then, this is, I'm desperate for this. Okay, you now. Now, the ultimate question now is this year. So, we all can ascertain that we are going to win the league. Yeah. Everyone's in yeah. the league. Yeah. It's a great retrain now. The earlier the However, better. However, yeah. the, the million dollar question is, which game does the panel think will actually officially win the league title? Me, personally, I would say Bournemouth. Bloody hell. Right. So, let me go and quickly look at the fixture list because I don't have it... Up here it is. Bournemouth, you are saying, is the 7th of March. Cam? I haven't got a clue. I don't care. I'll be honest okay, with you. Okay, cool. Yeah. He doesn't care. Um, Cam, the... come on. Answer the question. Quite no, because I, it's not question of answer. It, the, the, the problem with your question is, what if City drop points tomorrow? Jesus. It, it, it changes that's the everything. Point. That's the whole point. No, that's what you But, okay, what's happening tomorrow then in the City game? He's obviously thinking City going to lose, isn't it? That, I don't that, know. It can't happen uh, without lose. Answer the question, though. What's happening in the City game tomorrow? <laughs> well, uh, talk about alternative. This is not important. It's not important. It's important because it affects when we win the league, then. Of course, because but... Because they've dropped points. We don't know yeah, that's so why we, they've we, points. We yeah, know they're going to drop points. We want them to drop points. But when do you think it'll happen? So... Will they drop enough points for us to win it by? When do you think it'll happen, Cam? I don't, I don't know, because I don't know what City's fixtures are coming up. They've got City. tough fixtures. The next five are hard. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to win it by the, end, uh, by the end of Feb. Okay, so Watford for you. <laughs> but I think it might not happen now, because um, the problem with the Watford game is, some. I think mm, City's game's been I changed. Mean, but I, anyway, to, it's fine. To win it by the 7th of March uh, in Bournemouth, I think that's an impossibility. I don't see that happening. Okay, fine. So he's totally just disdell. Um, Adi, when do you think they'll win it by? Adi, you still there? You're mute. Oh, sorry. I think Palace at Anfield, uh, 21st of March. Okay, I'm going to go with Everton away. I think that we're going to. I think that we're going to win it at Everton away. Okay. Uh, what date's that? Hmm. What date's that? 14th of March. Oh, I... Okay, now... <laughs> okay, now, now, second question. Well, the first question now is this. Jesus, hurry up, man. I'm going to go home as well, you know. Yeah, the first question now is this, yeah. Uh, if we do have a trophy parade, yeah, how many uh, people can Nina actually carry on her shoulders because she said she's carrying the whole of the Desi crew so there you go three three of us well then uh, I'm actually included. in the Media Matters pod she only said you oh right okay fair yeah, enough she's she told me she's going to carry yeah, yeah. Desi we crew and we weren't good enough for her that day okay, oh then Jesus Cam, yeah. then Cam I'll jump into your shoulders then <laughs> right Del that's enough from you now thank you very much for calling in All right, guys, take care. good night cheers buddy cheers, buddy. cheers. cheers Del Right then, we need to talk these goals and finish the pod. So, Adi, that second goal, we we mentioned it with the Henderson finish. 
Um, again, Bobby here, so unselfish. He scored from that angle before Bob. Uh, before that, uh, I want to ask you both a question. Do you think Trent oh meant God. that pass to Bobby? No, it was a clearance. Yeah. <laughs> it was a clearance. But, totally was a clearance, I thought. Uh, but, yeah. But, but yeah, I think Bobby could have scored a couple today, uh, apart from the chances he had. Uh, the assist to uh, Hendo is one. He's going to score the be... winner at Anfield to win something big. That's, that's going to be his first goal. <laughs> I think he's going to score at Anfield. The goal that wins Liverpool the league. Oh, something crazy, yeah. It'd just be funny as hell. Yeah, and I think the the uh, the, part, the the square ball to Mo for the fourth goal, he'd have been justified taking a shot there as well. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, unreal. Uh, again, I, I don't think, as I said, I don't think Hendo would have been in the box that early if he wasn't pressing the goalkeeper uh, in the previous phase of play. Yeah. And it was a, Cam, it was a good finish from him as well, wasn't it? He kind of sat down put it right he could have a couple of touches that's how much space he had is nuts i i actually thought his initial touch overran it uh, oh, but okay. then, uh but then what what happened was obviously uh the defender slipped uh ended up on his backside and then he literally he just had an open goal to put it in and yeah it, lifted it, was, it, it was a wonderful finish but just going back to something you just said about if bobby scores the winner at home to win the league that counts out everton away though uh, sorry, Gags. Oh, I know, but it's going to be something mental in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just—I mean, I still—I still think it's going to be Everton away. But I'm just saying, when he scores, it's going to be like an important, yeah, crazy be, goal yeah, or something yeah. that just yeah. wins something. Maybe a semi-final to go through to the CL final. I don't know. But um, oh, actually, it's a, it's a Premier League stat, isn't it? Or is it? No, it's, it's full season. No, it's, he hasn't scored at all in the. He's not scored in any competition at Anfield. I think this. Season. <laughs> it's crazy. So there it? you go. It's fucking nuts. But, he, he, but he's been instrumental in the goals we have scored. Yeah, and away from home, he's the king. Yeah, 10 away. <laughs> he's fucking mad. But yeah. um, the third goal, um, goal. is Moe's cam. I can't, I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know why I can't remember it? Because uh, what happened was I suddenly got uh, inbox inbox on what, where I was watching because yeah. something happened in another game. So I had a tiny little box and suddenly Mo's put it in and it was just a little dink over the keeper, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, really cool finish. Really, really cool finish. Um, and Hando assist this and, time. Hando assist. Yeah, the, the defender just got the end of his foot onto it and it just helped it go into Mo's path even better. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, there's, a, there's something I, I've seen when Mane's not in the team, Mo really steps up. And he's done that in the last two games now. He's on it, man. He was on it. Like there was a bit where he was doing some showboating Adi in the in, towards the end of the game and it was just yeah. like, Stop man, you're just taking the piss, dude. <laughs> Have you noticed though, this season his close control is another level. Like the confidence has gone up and yeah. You know, people have been slating Mo, but he's still like the top scorer and still like the most assists. Well, actually, Bobby's probably taking him now, but it's just he's just actually not the most assists. That's Trent in it, but still out of the front three, he's still producing the most, and yet doesn't get the praise that he deserves. No, that I... finish for the third is is yeah. lovely. Yep, and the close control you talked about—it's—it's it's with ninety percent of the time he's being hugged by someone from behind. Yeah. Uh, which which is which is unreal, and you know, the Wolves game. I remember saying I was happy that Hendo nicked it off him after he did all that good work in the build up to the winner. 
but but even that it was he was having a terrible game but he but so instrumental and i think that's what he does you know when when man is not around especially but even when man is around he is so instrumental in the way we play you know because the two three people on more all the time and honestly he's he's getting the better of two three people more often than he is it uh today first half also didn't get the ball often but when he did get the ball he was he was running at burton who i thought defended all right for most part of the game uh, but he was running at burton uh, running at the center half uh, winning fouls uh, and yeah uh, unreal finish for the third goal as well uh, alison gets the hockey assist i think for the third goal uh, another really good drop kick out to hendo uh, and again that third goal is another example of how this team can play any way they want to uh, there was there was one moment where mo put the ball in it was offside but it started with us uh, playing out of the back from allison uh, and we were, we went all the way up virgil gomez fabinho and we went all the way up and mo was offside we scored that and then this was two passes allison to henderson to sala uh, so just two instances in the game that show you that we can play in any way that we want to. And we touched on this earlier. I counted up while I was doing the West Ham pressing earlier and I know I'm sad. I counted one move, 47 passes and and ended with it's around 70 minutes if anyone wants to go watch it. Ended with Mo heading it wide. 47 passes literally kept the ball for three or four minutes without West Ham touching it. It's fucking insane it was. And it was all patient around the back and then they just sliced them. And <laughs> it was just fucking crazy it was chess. I, it was yeah it's chess and it's just watching waiting watching waiting patient 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 boom and had he headed that in honestly we would be replaying it and there'd be videos of it and there would be music and there'd be fucking craziness going on and everybody would be jizzing off and it'd just be crap it'd be mad but because we missed we it, no one's even talked about it and uh, it's going to be part of my analysis on up so oh well you got to hear it here first um the last goal then cam was um nice from bobby again to go through and do that and he's you know it's an easy one from moa suppose that one yeah i mean um it looked like he'd actually lost it but then he just managed to just chip it in didn't he yeah so um it it was it, it in a way the scoreline flattered us but it didn't at the same time because in the second half we just showed how superior a team we were uh, or are sorry and um it, it's nice to actually get four goals for a change you know we could have had five as well i think there was another chance after that as well um i'm sure there was another chance and we 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 could have made it five well there was the minamino miss wasn't there mm. so um because nabi got in the way um so uh yeah it, it it was just a great day and it was nice as well because we actually played first yeah it's always good city. put and, pressure and, on yeah and, and, and job done sit back relax it doesn't matter what they do now because we've done what we need to do whereas before up until that game in hand we've always been playing catch up in that respect yeah and it was always like will we drop points because of that game in hand is the pressure on us or whatever so You know, it's just a fantastic day at the office today. I mean, I was just looking at the XG chains and stuff on um, under stat, 
for Liverpool in this game. And we're going to the man of the match now because we've pretty much covered everything. Um, we've, you know, Pip talked about how Cater was excellent when he came on, so we don't need to go there. Min- Minamina missed a big chance as well, which went um, wide, but I think Cater was right in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, again, that's been covered. But I want to put forward my, I know, I know Nina lets everybody else go first usually, but it's my show, we'll do it my way. Um, I actually think that the big way of putting forward the, the minor match in this one, I think it's a season high. Roberto Firmino's XG chain was through the roof 2.74. And that, I think, is a season high for, for Liverpool. And it just showed his three assists, you know, the chances he's creating. Just everything, high, high, high quality chances. Um, so for me, many might want to give it to Hendo, but I think Bobby should be the man of the match, even though he didn't score. He was instrumental in pretty much every good move we did. So, Adi, any arguments? Any debate? Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, Bobby was my man of the match as well. Uh, three assists. Can't argue. And he didn't score only because he doesn't want to. <laughs> doesn't want to. Cam, any arguments from you? Um, well, there's a case to be made for Hendo. There's a case to be made for Mo. There's, yeah, two goals for Mo, one goal assist, and a, one goal and an assist for Hendo. Um, so you know, but, and that, there's a case to be made for for Bobby. I mean, for me, they were all as good as each other in a way because they were all playing slightly differently. They they had different things to do on the pitch. They're not listening, um, mate. You don't have to kiss all their asses. No, no, I, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm just <laughs> saying there's a case for all three. You know. <laughs> So, pick one. Uh, it's, there can only be one. It was, if it was men of the match, yeah, I would have yeah, asked you to pick three. It's man of the match. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> oh fuck's sake, man! <laughs> no, I would have. I, I, I would have given it to to Mo. Uh, I think uh, as great as Bobby was for the assist, uh, you still got to put the ball in the back of the net. Fantastic. That's fine by us. Uh, I think by two to one, it goes to Bobby for this show. Uh, before we go, guys, is there anything else that you want to talk about before we finish up? Uh, Adi? No, I think we've, we've spoken about pretty much everything that had to be. Yeah. And Cam, anything else, mate? No, I'm good. I think we... Uh, Done a, yeah, long show. Five, yeah. Four or five callers? Bloody hell, what's happening five. today? Mental? Yeah. And no one yeah. wants to talk to Nina, that's fine. Well, the, nobody wanted to talk to me Wednesday. It's been a bit left out. <laughs> five callers. I think it broke a record. There you go. Should do this every week. Nah, it's all right. Give it back to Nina next time. But um, fantastic. Thank you so much, Cam and Adi, for agreeing to do this earlier in the week. Thank you to all the callers as well. Magnificent. Um, really enjoyed the chat. It's a great time for us. Uh, any plugs, Adi? What are you getting up to? Uh, not much really. Uh, as I said earlier, been busy with the work at uni. So just going to plug AI Pro, going to plug AITs. I love the new Bobby Firmino design. So if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. Bobby Kung Fu. Beautiful. It is lovely. Um, Cam, any plugs from yourself? No, um, Adi's covered the, the main ones, AI Pro. Um, if people aren't uh, in the Discord, get into Discord. That's that's really good. Um, you know, you can have a, a reasonable debate in there and you won't get slagged off too much. So um, and if you want to listen to more of my nonsense, you can find me on the, the main uh, 
pod on the free side. Yeah, main AI pod as well. Um, Hopefully a Desi soon, maybe in this two weeks break. We'll see. But um, like the boy said, AI Pro, make sure you check that out. Amphrodinix.com forward slash join. It's $4.99 a month, $39.99 a year. We've got a couple of new shows coming out. Um, There's Scouser Tommy's out tomorrow. Uh, Mike Nevin and Jim Boardman should be a good one. And the new Mike Nevin history show called Retro Reds. And his first episode is with Mr. Yanmo. We'll be talking 1984, 85. But it'll be a, might just be a couple of episodes there. So, uh, really, really big stuff coming on AI Pro as well. So make sure you check that out. And all the other stuff, Yan's on with Trev for Moby on the Spot. This post match raw straight after this. Hopefully, you're a subscriber. You're going to go listen to that, which is much more in depth. Um, you know, into the into the game, so, uh, minute by minute, sometimes even rather than what we do, react and, and, and rant and rave. and But um, the other one, make sure you go and check out libertyshield.com, please. You know, it's part of the family, basically. You think of it as a as a stepsister. Uh, my partners on AI Pro, Eddie and Greg, are highly involved with it. So think of it as a stepsister sister of AI. Go and check that out. And uh, like I said, if you get stuck watching games like this, um you you know that will really help you really really help you with the vpn and the router and you don't even need a router there's another package as well so go check those out ai vpn 25 percent off because of ai so go and sort that the last one is ait's myself and nina would really really appreciate if you supported us on there some new designs out we're looking at more as well the bobby kung fu becca they've been just loved unbearables is a hot favorite calm as you like people are just loving it Go and check them all out, aites.co.uk. That's A-I-T-E-E-S.co.uk. And uh, if you buy three things, you get 10% off using AITs10. Thank you very much. I have thoroughly enjoyed covering for Nina on these two big, big wins for Liverpool, where we made it 22 points clear until tomorrow at least. Hopefully you listen before the City game. And it's been an absolute pleasure being back doing this. So. if you want to hear more of me, I'll be in under pressure. And I think I might be doing AI um, post-match post match or live and the Shrewsbury game as well next week. So, yeah, lucky me. But, um, yeah, I'll try and catch you very soon again on this side of things. Thank you very much. Network.